Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. I want to share a few things with you, but I want to, I want to be sure that this is placed like I wanted to place. Remember, we are in difficult times right now. These are peril times. The Bible calls it in Timothy. These are the last days that will be perilous times. These are dangerous times. And, uh, and they are dangerous because dangerous things will take place. Dangerous things will take place. No, dangerous places are taking place. Dangerous things are taking place. Therefore, we've got to be aware. And the people of God cannot be surprised. The worst thing that could happen to you is to be surprised. When you are surprised, your guard will go down. You know? Shh. People talk out there like it was, you know what I mean? There is a party, but it's a control party. <laughs> but uh, we got to realize what's happening. The Bible calls to know the, the, the times. And we got, we got to know the times to understand that what would that time will bring to my life and how ugly or pretty that times may be. And there's no pretty times is now. And will not be prettier times up to now because things will get worse because we are, we are entering in a place that is called the end times or last days. And it's something good about them is that Jesus arrives soon. Do you realize that Jesus is coming for you? I said, do you realize that Jesus is coming for you? But you don't realize it. I'm telling you, realize it from now on because Jesus is coming for you. And when we, we're going to be taken. They call the rapture of the church. As he left, he ascended in front of the disciples. And then an angel appeared and say, what are you staring up? The same way he came, the same way he left is going to come. And uh, so he's going to meet us in a cloud. We're going to be lifted up. What about the ceiling? <laughs> We're going to go across it. But that looks like fantasy, but it ain't fantasy, baby. You see, everything that is not natural looks like fantasy. We've been trained that Mickey Mouse speaks, and that's fantasy because it's not natural. So everything that is not natural, we connect it with Disney. But believe me, supernatural is supernatural. It's not natural. Since it's not natural, it may appear to be like fantasy, but it ain't. Are you, are you, following, are you following what I'm saying here? We are going to be lifted up. Because the Bible said it will, we will be gone in that manner. The church... All those that have Jesus Christ in their hearts. How many people here have their Jesus Christ in your heart? Boy, you are coming with. We are coming together, baby. And if you didn't lift it up your hands, you better you do something. You don't want to be left behind. You dig it? <laughs> Hallelujah. So, 
This is the only good thing that is going to happen. Jesus is coming for the church. The church is going to leave. There's going to be seven years of tribulation because then the Antichrist is going to appear. It's all in the book of Revelation. And it's going to be seven years. And after seven years, then we will return with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's the real Armageddon. Not the one that the President Biden is saying. Is that one is the one the Armageddon really now. The true Armageddon is when we come back and we establish the kingdom of the Lord forever. Because let me tell you something. Even though we are citizens of heaven, uh, heaven has not been made for us. The earth was made for us. God, pla God placed Adam here, the first man, because the earth was made for man. That's why the kingdom in, in, uh, 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 in Revelation, it says that when we return with, with Jesus after the seven years of, of uh, tribulation, and we're going to establish the kingdom, and a new Jerusalem is going to descend. And that's where Jesus is going to rise, is going to establish his kingdom down in the earth, and we will be here on the earth also. We were made to be on the earth and rule the earth. So, even though that time has not yet arrived, Jesus has arrived for the first time. How many know that's true? Therefore, we already can exercise our faith in many different areas. Because you are, if you receive the Lord, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, you're a new creature. You're a new creation. You're a new creation. All things have passed away. Therefore, all things are, all new, all things are new. So what I mean to say is that uh, uh, we are more than we think we are. You are much more than you think you are. And you're able to achieve much more than you think you could, you could achieve. Because the extreme power that is within you in the new creature. In 2 Corinthians 4, I want to read that. 2 Corinthians 4, uh, verse 15, it says, 15 and 16, For all things are for your sakes. That by itself is powerful. All things, are, all things are for your sakes. That means that everything has been created for your benefit. Are you listening to me? Everything that God has created on this earth has been for your benefit. That's what it says. That the abundant grace for that, okay, for this, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound in the glory of God. Everything is through thanksgiving. People, thanksgiving is an acceleration of that which you are expecting from God. God wants you to be grateful. Thanksgiving activates grace to an extreme. And, gra and grace is the one that projects all those things that are being made for you. The abundance. Abundance is in the grace of God. And what he's telling me here is that as we thanksgiving, Gives God thanks, He releases 
through grace, abundance of different things that you may need or may want. Are you following me or getting to, you got it? Listen, everybody likes abundance. I'm telling you, you like abundance, you got to realize that God has made everything for you according to this here. And through thanksgiving, that grace will project abundance of what? Of whatever you need. Could be abundance of money. Could be abundance of health. Could be abundance of peace in your marriage. I don't know. But there is a projection of abundance. God is a God of abundance. You hear? Say amen. amen. Give the Lord a hand. Come on. Breakthrough. Hallelujah. So this is interesting. Verse 16 says, For which cause we faint not. The Bible constantly says, Don't do not faint. Don't don't give in, don't give up, don't faint. I'm tired. I did this a hundred times, do it a hundred and one. I am telling you, God has a plan for you. If you don't faint, if you faint, you're out of the race, baby. Are you listening to me? If you faint, you're out of the race. Don't faint. Some people think, well, but I'm too old. I'm too old. Uh, I don't know if God has a plan for me. You see, he's fainting already. Don't faint. Don't faint. I, I don't care if you're old or you're young. If you're in Christ, hey, don't faint because he has something for you. And he what? Something big for you because he's a God of abundance. He's a God of abundance. Therefore, don't faint. I don't care how old you are. You know, I, I, this is my birthday now in these days. Say happy birthday. Thank you very much. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. I'm going to be 76 years old. Listen to me, baby. I'm starting to... to <laughs> I know that God has abundance for me in every area. See, I've been so many years studying this word. That there is so, it sunk on me so much that age doesn't mean anything. It means something for the outside person. But there's an inside man. It continues. Look, look at this. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Are you, are you listening to me? The inward man. Now, the inward man is the real you. You realize that. The inward man is the one that goes to heaven and goes to hell. Because the outward man is going back to dust. Have you ever seen a dead person? He won't wake up. The inward man is not there anymore. That's the real you. If you want to activate many of the things that God has for you, you must be inward man conscious. Because your mind needs to be renewed. 
that you may be transformed. That's according to uh, Romans 12, verse 2. You know? Can you put that there, Romans, I don't, Romans uh, 12, verse 2, please. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, ahí está. And be not conformed, you see? This is, and be not conformed to this world. Why? Because it's talking about the world system. The world system. We live in a system. And he said, hey, do not be conformed to what you've been taught or your experiences that you have had in this world. There's something else for you. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Transformed to what? Transformed to a spiritual being like I am. I've been living all my life receiving experiences and teachings based on my outward man. Is my experiences and my situations and my teachings and the advice and the race, how my parents raised me, that now has formed my personality and has formed me, and I walk in that manner which the world has taught me through those channels. Hey, do not be conformed. You've been like that for 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, 70 years, but there's something better for you. You need to be transformed. You need to be transformed of living instead of your outward man. You're going to have to start being inward man conscious because that's the one where Jesus lives. That's why uh, Colossians says that we are completing him. And then some people say, but completing him, I still sin, I still do this. I'm still not perfect. You are perfect in your inward man. Because Jesus lives in you, man. And Jesus is perfect, and he would not live in a place where there is darkness. So the thing is that your inward man is perfect. And we, be, we must be transformed. The Bible says that the just, you know who the just is? Raise the hand, those that are just. If you are born again, you got to raise your hand. Because that's the ju just, the righteousness of God. That's the justice. You're being justified to enter the throne of your father. You are justified. I always say, you know, my children, my grandchildren are justified to get to my... They're in my house, and they open the refrigerator, and even they take my things, which I hate, but they do. They're my, <laughs> my grandchildren, you know what I mean? My grandchild is justified, even though I may not like it, con los zapatos puestos with shoes on. They go in the bed and whatever. Hey, but they're my children. They are my grandchildren. They're justified to do that. Do you believe you are justified? To enter the presence of the God of the universe. Because the God of the universe is more father than God. Give the Lord a hand. Oh my God. Woo! Tremendous. And be not conformed to this world. Or the system that you've been uh, developed into. 
but be ye transformed. It's a transformation. We all need to go through a transformation. And how, how am I going to be transformed? Ah, by the renewing of your mind. Your mind must be renewed. Why? Because your mind, listen, your main enemy is not the devil. That's your second enemy. Your main enemy is your unrenewed mind. Because it's your mind that will not allow to receive things that you cannot reason. And we have been all our lives reasoning things and accepting things accordingly. How much can I two and two is four? Now God is talking to you in a manner that is not for the senses to be received, but through revelation. Is an absolute truth. The world works, how would I put it? In evidences, an evidence. An evidence is the most the world can show you that something may be true. Evidence. But God has the absolute truth, which is above evidence. And it's what he says. Nowhere it may appear. You didn't understand that? Good. Go to sleep or wake you up later. <laughs> You're able to receive this. You, you can enter. The times we're living in are not easy. Everything I'm telling you is based in you realizing what's happening and realizing who you are because you have to be what I'm trying to get you to be inward conscience of your inner man of your spirit because there is where everything is if you are born again your spirit is alive if your spirit is alive it's because Jesus lives in there do you realize what that means do you realize, recognize, or remember that Jesus Christ is God? Oh, yeah. Wake up, Pancho. <laughs> Listen, man, this is heavy. Jesus Christ is God. And God lives in you, if you had received him. Therefore, that's why in Philippians, the apostle Paul writes, it says, I can do all things. Now that is heavy. No, I can do most things. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. So it's not on your ability. It's in the ability of him who lives in you. Therefore, you have what? You know, he has made man, and man has a lot that he can get to and achieve, but that is based in his own limits. When you say, I can do all things through Christ, you are saying, my limitation is not my, my limits, but God's limits. That means there is nothing is impossible for you. Just meditate on that, baby. You are more than you think you are. 
And I'm telling you, the thing is that the younger you get, you receive this message, the more powerful you'll be because you start developing. You start developing and the transformation start growing. If, if you receive this message when you are 60 years old, it's not if you receive it when you are 15 years old because you got years now to study the word, realizing, meditating in the word, and recognizing what you have. And then if you recognize what you have, you apply what you have. And as you apply what you have, you grow, you grow, you grow. We are here to take over. We are very close for Jesus to come. When, I don't know. The Bible doesn't say exactly. But it's a, a few amounts of the prophecies that the Bible says. That when we know those things, that means that Jesus is going to come soon to take the church. One of the things is the advancement of science and technology. Can you imagine? Advancement of science and technology is one of the prophecies that shows that we are entering last days. What more do we want in science and technology to grow? That, that, that's powerful. Uh, one of the other thing is, of course, uh, they will call what used to be bad, they used to call it good, and what used to be good, they're going to call it bad. That is happening now in a very speeding times. So uh, there are many things that are taking place that are no good. But just remember, there are many things that are painful that are going to happen in these days. But I don't want you to think that I'm being negative. I'm just telling you that I read the book. You know what I mean? Is that you? I I read the the last part of the of the, of the book, and I know what what the, what the end says. But one thing I know is that as I know because the book says that terrible things are going to happen in these last days, the book also says that there are promises for me and my family that I will not be touched. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, some people hear of the bad things that are going to happen, the Bible says, and that's what they believe. But they forget to believe in the protection that God is giving. You are not supposed to be, you're supposed to cry because others cry. And you're going to cry with them. Not because you're, going to, you're not going to cry because of your own pain. You're going to cry because of other people's pain. You understand that? This is very important. Psalm 91 verse 7 says, a thousand will fall at my side and 10,000 at my right side. That man, that is a lot of people falling. When so many people are falling, something is wrong. Either it's another uh, COVID, it's uh, uh, whatever you call it, uh, a war. I don't know. 
whatever it may be, but a lot of people are falling and will be falling, but it says, a thousand will fall at my side and 10,000 at my right side, but it will not come near me. Because you are with me and you do not abandon me. <laughs> Listen to me. So we don't walk in fear regardless of what we see. Regardless of what they tell you. Regardless of what the news may be telling you to inject fear. Because you know what? Fear, fear is one of the greatest weapons the enemy has. And that means that when fear comes, it's to kill what? To kill your faith in what you believe. Because you are believing, you hear this message, you get all those scriptures that God has for you of protection, etc. But now, when the news start pushing, pushing, and then, the, of course, then it's not only the news. Then your, your neighbor comes, your abuela comes, your mother comes, everybody comes and gives you all these things in your head. And then your level of faith is dropping because it maintains you, it keeps you in the natural. We got to understand, that's why I said you, you need to be inward man conscious because as the inward man that is going to help you get, elevate yourself to the level of whatever God is saying, the absolute truth. Everything the news may be saying is true in their level. But there is another level of a higher truth, of absolute truth. And that's the one we can only believe it if we are spiritually conscious. You're going to be tested. You're going to be tested. And if you believe God, you're going to make it through. But if you don't believe God, you're going to receive the same thing as the world receives that doesn't have Jesus in their heart. Because having Jesus in your heart will mean that you're going to heaven. But to be able to be victorious in life is not having just Jesus in your life. It's receiving the teachings of Jesus and putting them to practice. That is what's going to keep you in this life. Will keep you victorious. Victory is yours if you're able to believe. And you're going to have to believe not when everything is peaceful. You're going to have to believe in the, mid in the middle of the test. The test. The test. Whatever is happening that everybody is fearful. Whatever is happening. Now Putin is talking about this, uh, what is this? Nuclear wars and all that. We could happen. We pray for it not to happen, but if it happens, what? You and your family will not be touched if you are able to believe, baby. Why believe? Because when you believe, you are simply believing that whatever God says in the word is true. And that simplicity is enough for an army of angels to surround you and to protect your children. What happens if in the school of my child a, start, a, a, new, a shooting is happening? Bad. We got to pray for everybody, but you got to know that your child will not be touched. You're going to pray for all the, all, all the kids, 
But for your child, the only thing you're going to say is thank you, Jesus, for you have promised me that my kids will always be protected. And then you will continue on. How can you believe it? You see, you're going to be, you are going to be tested in the time of test. Tested in the times of test. What is going to be tested? Your faith. What do you mean my faith? Yes, do you believe or not believe? God said it. Yeah, God said it, but we must be realistic. That's it. That means you don't believe it. Whenever you say we got to be real, that means that you want to be down. You want to get down from the level of supernatural. You want to get down to the level of natural again. You have not been transformed, nor are you in the area of being transformed. So we are more than conquerors on this earth. That's the book of Romans says that. Chapter 8. Because not only we are overcomers. Not only we are winners when we are attacked. But we're supposed not just to survive. We're supposed to conquer. You see? We are supposed to conquer. God has you on this earth with a purpose. And you guys, all of you, and those that may be watching us, and those that are not here, we have an assignment, and that's why you are on this earth right now. You were born to be right here at this time on the earth for a reason. And the reason is to establish something, to conquer something. Not just to defend yourself, asking God for protection, because you're going to be attacked, and you will thank God for the protection. But your, our, our, thing, our thing is not just to be here to be protected. We are here to gain and to conquer. That's what, because God has made man in order to advance to advance, to go to new levels. And that is in every human being, whether Christians or not, they got that in their hearts. They decide to achieve. But the thing is, of course, if you don't know the Lord, many things are going to happen that you will faint. You will give in. You will give up. You follow what I'm saying, people? So, in the times we're living in, don't ever faint. God is with you. He will not leave you, nor he will forsake you. Baby, that's heavy. That's super heavy. Therefore, just enjoy your God. It's a time to realize that you have to enjoy your God and allow God to enjoy you. This message, as I said, is easier for younger people to receive. Older people, they have been walking in manners of the world for many years. And now everything your mind, your mind has set in a mode of reasoning 
And if something cannot be reasoned, it's not accepted. That's why we see things as impossible. But for God, nothing is impossible. And the Bible said that nothing is impossible for him that believeth. Believeth in whom? Believeth in the God that there's nothing impossible for him. You follow? So there are great things coming. Many people are going to cry. And if you shed a tear, it's because you're going to cry with them. The Bible says, cry with those that cry and laugh with those who laugh. But we are declaring that if you are in Christ and you're being in the process of being transformed by the world, by the word, you for sure will walk in a blessing that you didn't even imagine before that you could enter. There is an abundance of time because you see this, these bad things that are going to happen are going to hurt a lot of people. And a lot of people are going to start looking for that God that they say. Can that God, everybody believes in God his own way. But they want to enter a space with God that will help them, that will protect them, that will help their children, their marriages, etc. And then they will look at you. You see, Jesus said I am the light of the world. And then he said, you are the light of the world. But why is it he or me? We're both. Because when he enters, he makes me light. Because he is in me. People, God lives in you. <laughs>